I'm Lisa Stone, and you are listening to Season 8 of Parenting Aces. Welcome to Season 8 of the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Stone, and this week I am talking with Adam Scher of AccuTennis. Our conversation was actually recorded in August at the WTCA conference where AccuTennis was one of the sponsors of the conference. And Adam and I had exchanged emails back and forth for several months. And I was so happy to finally get to meet him in person and sit down with him to hear what AccuTennis is, how it collects data, and how that data can be used to help our junior players become better on and off the tennis court. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. It's a little bit technical, but Adam does a great job of making the technology understandable, even for people like me who oftentimes struggle with these technological advances in our sport. But I think AccuTennis is really a game changer, and I'm thrilled to be able to share it with all of you. If you haven't already, I hope you will take a look at our Patreon page. The link will be in the show notes and consider becoming a patron of the podcast. We have different levels there, all of which have different benefits available to you. And we would love to have your support through Patreon if you are so inclined. Also want to just mention that this podcast is going to be one of my last ones that is airing as an Atlanta resident as I am going to be making the move to Southern California in a couple weeks. So I do have new episodes that will be coming out while I'm in the process of moving. Several of those have been pre-recorded. So bear with me on that. But I do hope that you continue to tune in. And if you have any podcasts other than Parenting Aces, of course, that you enjoy listening to. I have a four-day drive ahead of me and would love your suggestions. So please shoot me an email or contact me through social media and let me know what you think. All right. For now, sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Adam Scher. Adam Scher of AccuTennis, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. I'm really excited that we could make this happen, especially at the WTCA conference. Yeah, it's been a little crazy this weekend, and uh, we weren't sure we were going to be able to find the time to get this done, but um, I'm really excited to have you explain to the Parenting Aces audience all about AccuTennis, what you guys are doing, and how this product can be used in junior tennis Mm -hmm. for development purposes and maybe college tennis as well. Yeah, so... Happy to jump right in. I think, um, you know, originally my partner Dave created AccuTennis because his son is taking a lot of lessons and he's trying to analyze his play to improve more quickly. And it was really cost prohibitive to have his coach spend extra time tracking matches as well as attending other matches or practice matches and charting them and reviewing videos. So the sort of idea born out of necessity to help his son improve, who's um, going to play D1 college in the fall, I think, or maybe he's a year out, but he selected a school. And, And what it turned into, what we found is that you can actually give feedback right on the court 
um, through displays and sound and actually engage the player while they're paying attention. And so that's sort of where we took it. And as we talked to other clubs and parents and players and coaches, that that really seemed to resound, um, resound with them. And so that's the direction we went. So yesterday I heard you guys present, you and Tim Baton talked about the product, but mostly what you talked about was data analytics and mm-hmm. how that can be used. And and I don't really want to get into that today. <laughs> um, it, it went over my head just a little bit. but no, you um, did a good job. No, you did a great job. It's just uh, my brain has, you know, I go into shutdown mode in these conferences sometimes. But um, But what I really want to hear from you today is, There are some competitors out there already, Um, one in particular that's made some inroads, especially at the college tennis level and maybe at the bigger Mm -hmm. club level. But you guys were looking to come into the market with something that was more affordable that could maybe be installed, you know, at smaller facilities, at facilities that don't have $10,000 a court to spend. Yes, that's exactly right. So one of the things we focus on is being as cost conscious as possible. Uh, and we think that most of tennis happens at the club level from in both junior and adult play. And so that's and there's a lot of people doing it. And in aggregate, you know, people spend a lot of money on tennis, but it's at the club level. And so that's where we wanted to be. And we thought if we could figure out a way to make it beneficial for us and for them, then we would have um, a product that people wanted. Okay, so this is a podcast. We are audio only. I I want you to use your best descriptive words and tell us what AccuTennis actually is. What is the physical product? It's a set of cameras that are installed around the court. And where they go are we've created metal rectangles that house cameras and they're mounted on the net post and then they're on each side of each net post. So it's four separate rectangles that go around the net post and they house, I think, three or four cameras each, and they're painted to match the net post, so they blend in. And that's part of the design, is that they're unobtrusive, and they're just working in the background, and you don't notice it. Then behind each baseline, there's three sets of cameras that are producing video and tracking balls. And again, it's they're blending in with the wall, so you, you're not paying attention to them, and you're paying attention to tennis. Then the final thing is, there's an LED display that's a few feet wa- um, a few feet long and six to eight inches tall, and that's really the only thing you notice when you go to the court, and that's how you primarily receive feedback or instructions when you're on the court with the system. And where's the display located? It's mounted above one of the net posts. So it's actually on your individual court. Yeah. So each court. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty permanent installation on the court and then the net post, the LED is actually removable because in some, we were talking to the ITF, there's still some rules about obstructions on the court. And so their question was, you know, can you remove that in case we don't have a, we don't agree on a variance for that. So I said, yeah, that's the easiest part. And so the intent of AccuTennis, is it to call lines? Is it to record play? Is it to provide statistics or am I missing the point altogether? No, it does do all those things, but I think it's really primarily a real-time feedback tool for playing and teaching. So we think there's the most, 
our theory is that the most success we'll have is in lesson settings, private, semi-privates, and, and players just hitting on their own using the system and playing games and drills on it. But in order to do that in a way that works well, we had to develop the capability to automatically call lines and be very, very accurate. So all of that other functionality about scorekeeping and line calling and actually just having that system call a match um, and then record it, do video, tag all the videos, and then cut all the dead time out developed naturally as part of that. But the focus is really for people on a court um, playing around and lessons are on their own. Okay. So do you foresee tournaments, for example, using AccuTennis instead of line judges? Yeah, I think in the future you could absolutely use that. And one of the things we've talked, one of the things we already built in, because if you practice in a practice set, you're trying to simulate match play as close as possible. So we've used it for practice sets and and it'll announce who's serving and changing sides and the format of the of the match, whether it's best of three or a 10 point tie break for the third or add and no add and all, all the different variations. It's built to handle those things. And I think there's room um, at tournaments uh, to do that, especially because I know it's it's challenging for tournaments to get and pay for um, officials. And then um, being a tournament player myself but and interacting with them, it's kind of a thankless job. And <laughs> it's, uh, I think, it's a source of a lot of frustration. And it's not, it's not a fault of the um, referees. I think it's just how the umpiring is structured in tennis. Right. right. And I mean, we know that, you know, we hear the stories of the cheating that goes on in junior tennis. It's even more amplified, I think, in college tennis, sadly. And I know USC, for example, has the, your competitor installed. Mm-hmm. I won't say the name. Um, has the, your competitor installed on their courts and they use that technology in some of their dual matches. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's discussed with the opposing team ahead of time, and they integrate a challenge system and all of that. Uh, but again, it's that other system is very costly. And so I'm wondering if you see AccuTennis being installed in college courts across the country and being used to cut down on the incidence of cheating in, in the dual matches. Yeah, it's an important part and certainly a really good use of the system. And so like going back to the affordability, I think I see for us in the future, not too far from now, that we could install them for free because of improvements to how we build them. But, I, yeah, I think a challenge system is good. And I think what in some of the college matches I've seen where they've where you get to see them do the challenge, it still seems kind of contentious and it disrupts play and they walk over to the line judge and they're all kind of trying to peer onto the screen to see what happens. And from a spectator's view, it just looks like everyone's still kind of upset. Mm -hmm. So I think one thing that might help is if there's just an automated system that has been established to be trustworthy and it just does it. Um, How accurate is AccuTennis, since Accu is part of the... (laughs) No, that's a great question. So we're currently 
slightly better than the human eye. And wow. so what I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, so you can fact check this, but I think the eye sees about 0.6 inches is the margin of error. So 15 and a half millimeters. And so we're a little bit better than 15 and a half millimeters at the worst part of the court. I think something that isn't apparent when you have a camera system judging the court is that not all the parts of the court are are viewed the same by the camera. So certain parts, um, like the middle of the service line, is the camera can see more, the system can see more accurately. And then in like the corner of the far baseline, the system can see less accurately. And in any system, even Hawkeye has limitations like that. So you've read that Hawkeye at the professional level goes down to two and a half millimeters of accuracy, which is incredible, but actually not every part of the court is like that. But on average, it's 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 accurate and people trust it. And so that's what you have to go for. How do you build that trust? In the system? I mean, that, that seems like a, a pretty big task. It is. And, and part of it is you know, proving with, you know, with user testing so you have to see it work and there's some scene to believing it. And then there's the part on the back end where you can show with um, data and regression analysis how the system functions, how the cameras track balls, how it's processed. And you can develop a statistical model of the margin of error. And then I think equally important is there's sanctioning bodies like the ITF. So if they say, you know, we think this is going to be trustworthy to use in matches, then that's a really good arbiter. And so, you know, one of our goals is as quickly as possible is to go through a process like that with them so that people understand um, that there was a, like a, a rigor to what we were doing and that it's been approved by other bodies that sanction tournaments. Got it. And so, um, I mean, how long does that process take to get it, to get the ITF stamp of approval? I'm not really sure. There's a we're in the beginning of it. There's an initial application, and I've spoken to some of the folks there about it. And so you submit that, and that takes a few weeks. And then for other devices, you would send it to them, but you can't send the whole court with cameras on it. So we would have to um, host them, and they they're in the UK, so fly them out to one of our facilities, and then they have a battery of tests they run around. Um, it's actually not just accuracy because they don't warrant accuracy, but it's also about how data is recorded, how you can access it during matches, how you can limit it, because in some situations you allow coaching and don't allow coaching, so you need to be able to account for that, and how sort of the display can be either turned off or removed, and, and so there's quite a bit of things that they look for and test. So I'm not exactly sure, but we're hoping... That's something we get accomplished this year. That's fantastic. Let's talk about the data that your system collects. And, and I said I wasn't going to talk about data, but I'm going to talk about data a little bit. Um, how do you anticipate coaches, parents, players utilizing the information that AccuTennis is collecting mm -hmm. to aid in player development? I'm going to let you hold the mic over it. My arm's getting so, tired. So I think... <laughs> I mean, first and foremost, going back to like giving them feedback on the court and with with my own experience as a player and just interviewing a lot of coaches and at all levels of play, that's sort of what resonates is 
is what is it they can see on the court that helps reinforce what they're doing? Because for many people, it's really hard to get them to then go look at video or a shot placement chart or, or sit down and do an analysis of their game. I think that's a big ask for a lot of people. But because we're... Tra- yes, there's so much downtime in a match, right? I mean, so recording matches has been going on for a little over a decade, I would say now at least. And, you know, coaches complain that, yeah, that's great. You send me a video of your match, mm-hmm. but I don't have an hour and a half to sit down and watch this. You know, can you edit it for me and just give me the points? Well, then that's time on the parent side. So AccuTennis is, I think, if I'm understanding correctly, is aiming to really compress the information into usable segments. Yeah, so the system automatically chunks the video. So as it's processed, the downtime is removed and the the shots are tagged. So if it's a forehand or an approach shot or a drop shot and where it landed and how fast it went and what the spin was and the net clearance. And so in order to accurately call the line and be useful in a game or drill setting, like all this other stuff needs to be measured and so we can, so the, the easiest step is making that available to the players and the parents and the coaches. The data. Yeah. And, and the hardest part is the accuracy. And so off the court, you do have the ability to look at the chunks of the matches. And so you can sort it, you know, if you and I played a set and it was, you know, seven, six to you. I want to say, man. Thanks for letting me win. <laughs> but you, you played hard. Yeah. And you were put under pressure. And so I can say, all right, what happened? And we can look at the points where I had, we can just sort to the points where I had great points on your serve, but didn't convert or the, or the time in the tie break where you earned the mini break and we can see what happened. So you can look at the video of that and decide, you know, what happened was, was my form bad? Did I miss first serves? You know, did it look like I was rushing? And so all those things, if you can take the time to do it, which I think, happens more at the competitive um, college programs mm-hmm. and less so at the junior level, then um, all of that is available and you can do it and you can you know, slow-mo your video and zoom in and, and look at key things if, if there's something technical you need to look at. Otherwise, you know, just looking at your behavior on the court can sometimes be really um, revealing and instructive. Where is it available? Do you have to be courtside and looking at that monitor, or is it available elsewhere? No, it's it's in real time available through a web app. So if you're on the court, there's a control tablet that you use to use the system. And so you can pause the match or, or you finish the drill, and then everything is processed right away. So you can look at it there. So on like a, an iPad, yeah. for example. Yeah. Okay. But... If I if if you're my coach and you say okay you need to do a practice set um, but I'm not going to be there and but I want to review it with you so we'll play on the court and then we can sit down and in tw- and in 20 minutes instead of um, you know an hour and a half or whatever go th- or even less than 20 minutes go through the key points that are important. And those are only on that iPad. So I, I guess what I'm asking is is there if I'm the parent and my child is away at a tournament and the, the tournament's been played on an AccuTennis court, is there a way I can then pull up that data away from the site? Yeah, it's, it's, there's, a cloud, there's a cloud-based application. Okay. So it, 
So the system works in two ways. Y'all know I'm not that my technology knowledge is sorely lacking. So <laughs> no, it's it, there's so there's two two ways the system operates on the court. There's a self-contained network, and so you don't need the internet to use the system. And we thought that was really important because I play on facilities and you go to the end courts and even now I don't really get cell reception at some of them. So we we felt it was very important to not have to rely on that to use the system. But most places do have internet connectivity. And so we build in sort of this real-time sync or subject to when there's um, internet access again and so then the data is synced as quickly as possible to the cloud, which makes it accessible by anyone who has a you know, permission or access or a login. Um, and that also lets you do uh, live streaming of matches and or, or kids clinics or whatever. I love that. And that was my next question was then the, the security of the information, because if, you know, I have this account set up with you guys. I don't necessarily want any Joe Blow to be able to watch my kid on the tennis court. That's a little creepy. How do you protect the kids from that? So we were so for for that. You know, the parents have to opt in first, and so they're they're aware that this could happen. And then if they do, at the time of the lesson, there's a like a security link that's revealed, and, and this is. Sort of still, still fleshing it out because we don't know how much that'll be used. But there is, and I'm sure you know, there's always a bit of contention for the for the young kids' clinics on how close you want the parents to be to the court because it's distracting. Right. But you want them to be able to see. But if you send them up to the lobby and they're kind of far away, so if you can provide them a, a video stream, that could be a good middle ground. But it um. But when it's live, there's a, a secured link, and then it's deactivated at the end. And, and typically, we, you know, that stuff doesn't get stored forever, the video. So it, it you're, it's there when you're there, and then it ends and it goes away. So. Okay, so I have a follow-up question to that then, which is, we all know kids that are in the recruiting process are uploading video for coaches to watch, especially if they're trying to get recruited at a school that's not nearby or they're not playing tournaments near where the coach can be. Can AccuTennis be used for that purpose, for uploading video for potential college coaches to take a look at? Yes, they can. You can easily. I like that you just said, yeah, I love that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, the the summary is yes. But then the the long answer is, hopefully not that long, is that we've made it easy to share like the relevant clips. So even when you're on the court, if you're if if you're coaching me and I did something that you want to call attention to is finally I figured out how to hit a forehand and not look everywhere with my head. And you can right on the spot, um, text me a link to the clip or email it. And so you can do that after the fact with with videos of matches too. And and again, going back to one of the earlier things you said about the length of the video. So in a set or a match, everything is the dead time is cut out. So you can send a link to a you know a full best out of three match that's only a 20 minute video where the shots are annotated. And I think that's helpful for the coach because they may not want to watch the whole match. They want to see 
what a player can do in a certain circumstance. And so we let them you know, search for that. I, that's fantastic. I love that. We kind of skated around the whole cost issue of the product. Can you give us just a ballpark of what it would cost a facility to install AccuTennis? Sure. So our goal is to is to not have to charge to install, but in in the short term, it's we'll probably have still need to uh, installation fee. So you would charge for like a monthly subscription or something? Yeah. So the pricing model is a monthly subscription. Kind of like parenting aces. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And, and again, focusing on clubs, you know, it's really important to us that it's priced in a way that the clubs are able to. Um, charge for the value-added service and earn a and earn a profit, and also so we can earn a profit. Because if it's just a cost center, no one's gonna want to use it, and you know then we failed. Even if the technology is cool. So from a, a management side, in theory, the club that has AccuTennis installed on maybe one or more courts could offer lessons on the AccuTennis court at a higher price point than on a non-AccuTennis court. Correct. And we, so far what we've seen is that coaches can charge anywhere from $5 to $12 more an hour for privates and semi-privates, and then a similar um, amount more for free hits if you and I are just getting on the court and want to play on it. So like a court reservation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, I mean, from the parent side, I mean, who wouldn't be willing to pay a few dollars more to be able to have this fantastic analytical information at the end of that lesson? I mean, I'm just thinking back to when my son would take private lessons, you know, at the end of the hour, the lesson was over and that was kind of it until he went back on the court the next time. There wasn't a whole lot of discussion about, well, what did I learn today? What, you know, what epiphany did I have? Um, mm-hmm. What are the things that I can work on between now and my next lesson? But by having this data and this actual video, I mean, I kids love getting on YouTube and watching themselves. So I, I can imagine that they would use the information to then maximize the value of that lesson in such a way that that they're re-watching, re-watching, re-watching in preparation for the next time they get on court with their coach. Yeah, you would hope so. Um, I have been guilty of not watching that much video of my play when I'm competing, but um, but I think even... Well, sometimes it, it's not pretty, and nobody likes to watch stuff that's not it's, pretty. <laughs> it's definitely painful in many times, most of the time for me. But even if you don't do that, there's an accountability built in. So if I'm taking a lot of lessons from you, even over a three-month or a six-month period, the my play information is stored. And so even if I'm not reviewing the video, you can bring up a clip or a shot placement chart from six months ago and compare it to what I'm doing now. You can say, Adam, I know you're frustrated with me today, but here's the evidence that it's actually paying off and you're getting better and here it is for every stroke. And I so even even that snapshot of comparison of a point in time can be a really valuable reinforcement tool. Because it's you know, when you're in the process of training and trying to get better, just it's hard to to feel like you're making progress. 
And so being able to do that, I think, as a count is, is a really nice tool to have. You know, I, I mean, that makes me think uh, here at Parent Geniuses, we talk a lot about communication, whether it's communication between the parent and the coach, the parent and the player, the player and the coach. Um, we all are guilty of of communicating less effectively than we probably should. And one of the difficulties I had as a tennis parent was that I found I wasn't getting the information from my kid's coach that I needed to help me stay engaged in this long-term developmental process. And it is long-term. So what occurs to me as you're talking, Adam, is that now the coach has some evidence to say to the parent, yes, I get that you feel like you're spending all this money and all this time on your child's development, but let me show you the hard numbers. You know, six months ago, she couldn't hit three balls in a row to a target. Now she can hit 10 balls in a row to a target. You know, six months ago, after he would lose a point, he would you know, get this negative body language on the court and mope and go on to lose the match. Now that doesn't happen as frequently. He's learning how to control his emotions better. And I've got the footage to show you to prove it. And to me, that's got to be a bonus from a coach's perspective and also from a parent's perspective. You've got evidence. No, I think it, I think it helps to have through that neutral arbiter that you don't, I don't have to take your word for it as much as I want to, because I'm upset that my child doesn't feel like she's performing as well as she could, but there's all these good things that are going on that I can show you. And I think that's a good reinforcement mechanism. Yeah. And I, I mean, again, from the coach's perspective, you know, you're arming them with the information that should help them have longevity with their clients. Yeah, and, and there's some other accountability built in that I think is really important. And when in other sort of tennis technologies and trackers I've tried just isn't there, I think it's harder to keep using them. So one of the things that I th- that's always challenging is when you're not in a lesson and you're trying to practice in a structured way um, to, to get better as quickly as possible, your coach will give you the things he wants you to do when he's not around. And, you know, being a a human, you do it sometimes and you do it less some other times, but you can assign the drills to the player and then the player can do the drills in AccuTennis and then everyone can see what happened in the practice session with that when the coach isn't there. So that's helpful for the coach to know, okay, you did most of the drills and I can see, you know, how hard you tried because you either you know spent a lot of you know you spent the hour on it or you spent five minutes on it and then the output in the video and the tracking so and then conversely you know as the parent and the player you can look at it and say we've been working together a long time and I see in the information whether I'm improving in this area or not so I think it helps the two-way accountability Sure. You know, I'm a big proponent of practice sets, too. And as you're talking, I'm thinking, gosh, you know, how do we how could we use this in a practice set situation? Because I'm also a proponent of parents not having to spend as much money on 
lessons and drills as we all seem to be spending. So how cool would it be if you could have your child play a practice set or practice match on an AccuTennis court? You're not paying a coach to be there to teach the lesson. You're not paying a coach to be there to even watch the practice set or match, but yet you've captured it all. And maybe, you know, coaches can develop some sort of pricing structure where then they take that information that you've captured through AccuTennis and they have a fee structure for practice match evaluation. So it's an income stream possibility for the coach because here's the other thing. Coaches don't necessarily want the kids playing practice matches without a coach being present because that means a coach isn't being paid. Coaches need to make a living. We all get that. But at the same time, as a parent, I can't constantly be paying every time my child sets foot on a court. So this to me seems like a great resolution of that conundrum. Yeah, I agree. And that is one of the things we talk about with, with clubs and junior programs. And because, and in addition to that, it's, I mean, it's hard being a coach. It's hard on your body because you're out on the court with the players. Even if you're feeding balls, it's, it's, it's hard to do. And so to, offer this is an additional service they provide um, that's also off the court, I think helps. I would think it's helpful for the, the career of the coach and adds and adds an element that's, you know, different and new and, and makes, it makes the job better. That's the hope. Yeah. I'm also thinking about it in terms of college tennis, because, there are rules around how many hours uh, the college coach can be on court with the players. And I'm wondering, have y'all thought about this or have y'all approached the NCAA about this, whether players playing on their own on an AccuTennis court could then have their coach watch that data and analyze that data and give feedback. Does it, is it a workaround around the, the contact rule? I don't know. I hadn't thought about that. I kind of stopped at um, the coach can monitor what the player does and know they're practicing in a structured and deliberate way. But uh, that's a great idea. So I don't have an answer. (laughs) I don't have an answer now, but that's definitely getting added to the to-do list because it makes sense. Um, Or I know in the off-season, players may have other, other coaches not affiliated with the college. So there's there's certainly something to be done with that information um, to provide, you know, good training outside of the what the coaches are allowed to do. And integration between their private coach and their college coach. I mean, because if you've got the ability as a private coach to see this information while the kid's away at college, and then you're seeing the progression and, and things that they're working on and developing and when they come home for winter break or for summer break or whatever, whatever break they come home and work with their private coach again, you're not having to spend time kind of evaluating what's been going on over the past several months. You, you've been keeping up. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, hopefully we'll, that'll be something we can explore with the, collegiate bodies and that they hopefully will become okay with. I love that. All right. So we're going to wrap things up because I have to get to the airport to catch my flight back to Atlanta. But 
Adam, if people want to get more information on AccuTennis, where do they do that? They can call me. I'm always available at 215-989-4312, or they can go to our website at accutennis.com, A-C-C-U, tennis.com. Great. And all that information will be in the show notes on parentingaces.com. So don't worry if you didn't write it down, you'll be able to just click and go. And Adam, I want to thank you so much. It's a pleasure to finally meet you in person and to spend the weekend. Awesome. I'm so excited to spend the weekend with you and share in the experience with the WTCA. It's been really fun. Well, thank you. And to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We will catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, by a tennis parent. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll share the podcast with your tennis community. For all the information you need to navigate the junior and college tennis journey, be sure to check out parentingaces.com.